This episode is brought to you by the DL-44 Heavy Blaster Pistol. Why use hokey religions and ancient weapons when you can have a good blaster at your side? Just don't forget to shoot first. podcast do you kid i've flown from one side of the galaxy to the other seen a lot of strange stuff i've never heard anything to make me believe there's one all-powerful podcast recording everything there's no mystical voice that controls my destiny welcome to voice of the rebellion this is episode 19 19 we are getting up there yeah We've got a lot of uh, good news and some right. great stuff to get to. Yeah. Great topic. But Trailer. We, first, we've got our fan letters. Yeah. So, so first, um, we'll take one from CJ. Yes. He says, hey, Mark and Gabe. It seems clear that Gabe's favorite character is Luke Skywalker and that his preferred character to hate on is Han Solo. But Mark's favorites are kind of a mystery. I've heard him shit on Luke in previous episodes, but was that just to get a rise out of Gabe? Or does Mark have an appreciation for the Jedi hero? Thanks for such an entertaining show. Y'all do a pretty good job for being a mindless philosopher and an overweight blob of grease. You know who is who. Force be with you, CJ. Oh, I'm an overweight blob of grease. Aww. Um. Okay, so... Yes, my hatred of Luke Skywalker is mostly to get a rise out of Gabe. <laughs> mostly. Like, I like Han Solo a lot better, but... Yeah, it's mostly to... Okay. Do you have a favorite character? Yeah. Is it Han? Yeah, but also, like... That's why you're a garbage person. This is also going to make you upset, but also, like, Cassian Andor. Uh, Like, he's great. You pick all the cliche, like... Like, um... What's what's the word I'm looking for? The... The scoundrels. Yeah, scoundrels. Who then turn out to be great people at the end. Who they're, develop. But because they just, grow. They're just dicks. At first. And then they grow. Okay. Anyways. So. We have to argue about it. Yeah. Uh, um, so Cassian and Han are favorite characters. Yeah. And then. Now is there a character you hate? Like not not just like. Just to get at me. But is there an actual character you hate? Um, I mean beyond the obvious. Yeah. Ones. Boy Anakin. Jar Jar. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think Django Fett is real dumb. Yeah, he's like, pointless. I mean, I like Tamara Morrison because he's got like a cool accent and everything, yeah. and it seems like he could have been really good if they had done well. Yeah. Also, Count Dooku bo- bo- bores me to no end. I love Count Dooku. I think he's real, real boring. He's a dignified diplomat. He's like he's not. He he's convinced just like, all these systems to to break away. He's brilliant. And then, um, let's see. I'm trying to think of like in the original trilogy, if there's anybody. I didn't really appreciate Lando too much in Return of the Jedi. Like, I like him a lot better in Empire. Yeah, um, I mean, he, all he does in Return the, is just That's the problem, it. is that he I wasn't mean, he wasn't given much to do. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't do much yeah. in, with Jabba. He doesn't do much, like, he doesn't have that many... And he has some good lines and stuff, but I always liked him a lot better in yeah. Empire. Than, I agree with that. Yeah. But Lando's not. Um, so, yeah, that's... All right. Yeah. Um, so we also have a voice or an episode from, an epi- we have a fan letter. Oh, is that what you're trying to yeah. say? From Brian. Okay. So. This continuing love affair we have. Yes. All right. Dear Voice of the Rebellion, Podcast 18 was the best episode yet. Oh, cool. Who thinks a mature, who thinks a mature civil discussion when, bo- when both sides are heard is fun. I don't. Yeah. That's why I went off <laughs> my rocker. Fantastic job, you guys. But Gabe, you're making bold statements and using fake news. <laughs> this needs to be addressed. All right. Bring it. I believe you have trouble remembering what you've said in past episodes. I'd like to remind you. 
Now, he, he has been going back and re-listening to old episodes. <laughs> oh, just, so. just to make this point? Uh, I believe so, yes. <laughs> because he was confused, so he went back okay. and like listened to a bunch of episodes. Okay, so, let's hear it. Um, I'd like You were the first to forget the said truce twice in the same podcast it was offered, episode 17. After your broken promise, I went ahead with my podcast review. I did make one small... I, I did make one small change in your favor, though. My original review compared you to Itchy instead of Jar Jar. You're welcome. So he started to write a review and then changed it and compared you to, to Jar Jar instead of comparing you to Itchy. Wait, who's Itchy? The, um, I think he meant Lumpy. Oh, Lumpy. Yeah, Lumpy. Um, Some Star Wars fan. But more importantly, who shot first? You did. And here are the facts of your betrayal. Okay. Your first insult was to call me a huge One Direction fan. I remember saying you that. You did, yeah. <laughs> and then you told me to shut up. I thought my first insult was just saying F you. No, this is like after With... the truce was supposed to Oh, after the truce. Yes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You did apologize for your second slap in the face, but I can no longer trust you to honor our truce. No, but... You wait, wait, couldn't wait, wait, make wait, it sorry, through. Wait, wait, I, hold on. I don't know if I've been following this. He did write the review after the truce. Yeah, but he compared you to Jar Jar, which is only an insult if you hate Jar Jar, so... No, no, no. Okay, but that's not in dispute, right? He wasn't disputing no. that? No, no, So, what... Obviously, he broke the truce then, because Jar Jar is known to be hated. But... That's not... But you don't know that he hates Jar Jar. So, anyway, let's move on. Um, okay. With that controversy covered, I'd like to move on to my questions. All right, that's fine. But with this letter... I'd like to ask questions about the podcast instead okay. of the Star Wars movies and also point out some comments made by the host. One, Gabe, um, you don't have to answer this question now. It's just one for you to ponder. Do you think Brian is really Mark's coworker, or instead, Mark's Tyler Durden? Ooh. Well, Gabe. I saw a Brian like one of our posts, so I assume it's the same Brian that... Brian does not have a Facebook Oh, so it was a di- different Brian that randomly yes. liked our post. Oh, okay. Can you said in the... Si- <laughs> I said that Brian had a request. <laughs> <laughs> so who is this guy? Uh, you I was said, wondering why I wasn't getting accepted. <laughs> yeah. You said in episode 16 that you were six or seven when you watched Luke staring at the two suns setting a new hope. And that was one of your first memories. Yes. But... You also said in an earlier episode, mm-hmm. The Return of the Jedi was your first Star Wars movie when you were in fifth grade. That's not what I said. Which story is true, or are they both fabricated I think you must have misheard, because there's no way I would have said that. Okay. Um, it's not, it wasn't my first movie. Um, it was, it wasn't fifth grade. It was, I saw, I'm not sure where he's getting that from. You know, Brian, just clarify that for me. Maybe tell me yeah. what episode that was in. Or did he say what episode it was in? Did I say that? Uh, he said sure. episode 16 is when you said you were six or seven. But he didn't say which episode well, no, was that, the return of the Yeah, time. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, lastly, Gabe, I'm not just blindly attacking you. I also noticed something that Mark said. Oh, good. I think Chuck did a good job as a judge on the podcast, though I believe he missed an outrageous low blow by Mark. Yeah. Mark knew his cruel comment would make Gabe go berserk. His foul was to bring Gabe's mom into the debate. Mark is fully aware his co-host's mother loves and adores him. Voice of the Rebellion will never be the same when Gabe finally has to call Mark father. <laughs> so there we go. All right. Well, other than that misunderstanding about the movie, um, yeah. you know what, Brian? I accept. Can we just, can we just start fresh, Brian? We nice. just, I feel like this podcast has become more about Brian and I's relationship yeah, than Star so. Wars. So let's move on. Yes. I think Brian and you communicate through me more than me and you, can, you communicate. <laughs> so, all right. We're going to move on to some news. News. So, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff, who are the creators of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. They write and produce it. Like they yeah. do everything. It's been announced yeah. that they are going to be producing a new series of Star Wars films. Okay, now this could be good or bad. Yeah. Um, good in that the Game of Thrones series is incredibly well made. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters, they do a lot of great character work. It's very um, 
in-depth, dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they if they have all of that in Star Wars, that's great. Yeah. Um, it could be bad for two reasons. One, I'm not saying they would go this way, but if they had all the ridiculous like sex and gore that's in Game of Thrones and Star Wars, oh yeah, that wouldn't I, fit that at would all. Be just the yeah. stupidest thing in the world. Um, because I don't, I don't even like it in Game of Thrones. I don't think it makes sense in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, no, anyway. It makes perfect sense in Game of Thrones because the books have it. Okay, but so I wish it wasn't in there. Yeah. Because it does nothing for me for the story. Yeah. Um, I think that J.J. or uh, so, George Martin. Uh, George R. R. Martin. George yeah. R. R. Martin um, didn't need to put that in the books either. And in uh, the books, here's the thing. In the books, it makes sense. And also, you aren't visually seeing it. So it doesn't yeah. stand out as much. It's yeah, just like... true. It's just like, and these people were naked, and you're like, all right, yeah, okay. and so it's, you know. So, um, um, question. Yeah. So you've got them developing their own Star Wars movie series, mm-hmm. and then you've also got um, Ryan Johnson developing his own movie series. Yeah. So who's going to be claiming the trilogy years, and who's going to be claiming the off years? Because that's probably what's going to end up happening, is that they'll... They'll do it as like every other year. One of them will come out with a movie. Yeah. Well, I think it's clear that Ryan Johnson's got the trilogy. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not sure. Yeah, because they said a series of movies. They didn't yeah. say like a trilogy of movies for. Yeah. For DB Weiss and David Benioff. Um, but here's another thing why it could be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing was David Benioff is the one who wrote um, X Men Origins Wolverine. Okay. Let that sink in. Yeah. But like, the Phantom Menace of the X-Men movies. I'm, but I'm sure he learned his lesson. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully. Well, yeah. obviously, I mean, he, obviously he's capable of good things. Yeah. But, but I'm just saying, like, but that's a TV show, too. This is These are movies. Yeah. Maybe he's bad at writing movies. <laughs> Maybe. Well, then will just have D.B. Weiss do it. Like, yeah. D.B. Weiss has, like, no writing credits. Oh. He's just been, mind. like, a producer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. Okay. Well. Star Star of Wars will yes. will be good. Um, second piece of news: uh, Bob Iger said that they are creating multiple TV shows for their streaming platform. Yeah, uh, next year. I'm not sure if once the streaming platform comes out because this is going to be a Disney streaming platform. Yeah, like I don't know that I need Netflix. Like I know, if right? I've got if I've got all Disney and Star Wars. And uh, Marvel, mm-hmm. like, do I need to have exactly. Netflix anymore? Because like that's it's just gonna, that's just going to take up so much of my time. Yeah, I'm not going to have time for all the other other stuff. Yeah, and like uh, Touchstone Pictures is owned by Disney. Oh, really? Which okay. that's like their rate, basically like their rated R. I don't know if they actually even come still come out with stuff from Touchstone, mm-hmm. but um, so you know, but all the those movies from the '90s that were. Yeah, from them and stuff. So like they've got they've got a ton of different oh yeah stuff. So yeah, I I mean it's going to be a huge blow to Netflix. Yeah. They they're making a huge play for it. Yeah, for the streaming. But they're saying multiple market. TV shows. I'm guessing that they're going to apparently they're in the middle right now of developing a brand new um, computer animated series that'll happen after Rebels end. Because Rebels is this is their final season. Yeah, and they're um, working on the live action show and the live action. So so uh, so those two alone could be yeah. It, but and well, he made yeah. another comment that like they had like the top talent working on it, yeah, which is true because look at what they've done. Like okay, so DB Weiss and David Benioff mm-hmm. are for the movies. They got Ron Howard to take over for Han Solo, yeah, um, and then yeah. So I mean, they can obviously attract whatever talent they want. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, they released some images. Well, some images got um, snuck, you know, leaked. Yeah. Of some Han Solo toys. Yeah, I've not seen these yet. Um, it's not a whole lot of images here, but there is a Han, uh, or sorry, a Lando and um, like a, a a guard, like two-pack. Yeah, the, um, I really like the new Lando look they've got it. He does, doesn't have it in the trailer, but he's got it on the character poster and also on his action figure. He's got like, this yellow. Yeah. Yellow shirt, and it looks much more like in the classic Lando. Yeah. Those, his cape and everything like that. He looks really cool. Um, and then that guard. Oh, yeah, we see that guard uh, up close a couple of times in some of the, in oh, one yeah, of the trailers. It's, it's a Kessel guard. So they're on the okay. Kessel then when they, when they do that. 
Yeah. Um, on the castle. On the, on the <laughs> castle. <laughs> uh, there's like a new Star Wars Monopoly with Han Solo. Yeah. Um, there's a, I guess there's going to be a new operation with Chewbacca and Porgs, which yeah. isn't Han Solo related, but it's part of the same league here. Uh, and then kind of more kids toys with the um, the bigger stuff. Like yeah. Falcon. Um, looks like there's like a, a BB-8 Play-Doh set, but it looks exactly like the BB-8 Play-Doh set that I gave to my nieces for Christmas. <laughs> so it's, I think they're just like throwing the new yellow solo packaging on yeah. those. Uh, coolest thing I think is this 12 inch Chewbacca. That's uh he's big. Yeah. Pretty good looking. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, not a whole lot there, but, um, it's newsworthy. Um, looks, looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I guess we should move on to the biggest news, which was there's a new trailer. Yes, there is. So I assume you'll play it. Yes. And we'll talk about it on the other side. Yes. So here we go. I've been running scams on the street since I was 10. I was kicked out of the flight academy for having a mind of my own. I'm going to be a pilot. Best in the galaxy. Hey, kid. I'm putting together a crew. You in? That's yes. I might be the only person. Who knows? What you really are. What's that? Thought we were in trouble there for a second, but it's fine. We're fine. Oh. Ah! Okay, so now there was that 30 second spot they had um, during the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. yeah, and then they the big game, the big game. We can't call the Super Bowl, we get sued. Oh. Sorry, NFL. The superb owl. Yes. <laughs> um, so, okay, first... But a lot of the stuff that was in that 30-second trailer was not in this trailer. Yeah. Like, that, most of it. That's what it was so Like, weird. there's a completely different shot of Lando. Yeah. Um, the whole... Because um, in the 30-second spot, he says... He's talking to the Imperials, and he's, like, trying to become a part of the, a part of the Flight Academy. Yeah. Which, it's weird. It, and that's what's so weird to me about this whole film is it sounds, it seems like there's so much ground to cover. So what, it's going to open up with him wanting to join the flight Academy. And then already he got kicked out of the flight Academy for having a mind of his own. Like, well, what they, here's the thing. All we overheard was some dialogue. Yeah. They record dialogue for trailers. all yeah, the time, So that could not be in there at all. Yeah. Um, but they could have him like on the run running from the empire right off the bat. And then do like a flashback yeah. to him trying to join. Um, well, I know that. Well, I mean, it could be part of the movie because it could just be that him like saving Chewbacca or something yeah. gets him kicked out. I was just realizing another thing they're going to need to. Um, they're, they're not going to need to cover it, but it, they probably will. Is uh, how Han Solo got that scar on his chin. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Because this guy doesn't yeah. have a scar on his chin. Yeah. So, I mean. I am I am myself and perfectly fine with him not having it. And so you go, oh, he must have gotten that scar in between the films. But mm. they will likely, in the same way that The Last Crusade explained how Indiana Jones got that scar in his yeah. chin. Like, um, here's the thing, though. I really think this movie would be better if it ends with him walking into the cantina. Yeah. So... He would have to do that with the scar on his chin. Yeah. This is such a minor detail. It doesn't even really matter. But. Well, I mean, when they finally come out with the, the prequel to Air Force One, Air Force Zero, they're going to show how the <laughs> president got the scar on his chin. <laughs> okay, speaking of which, because we're talking about Han Solo, or yeah. uh, Harrison Ford here. Yeah. Um, I think the most jarring thing from this trailer 
It's just how different his voice sounds. From yeah, Harrison he's Ford's. not trying to do. He's not like. He's not trying to do the Harrison Ford like, voice or anything. Yeah, the cocky yeah. assholeness. Like I'd be a lot more fine with the fact that he doesn't um, look the very much. Like all he has is the feathered hair, but nothing else about him really looks like Han Solo. I, mean, I don't think he doesn't look like him. Yeah, it's enough. I'm not bothered. But by he that. doesn't. He's not even doing the voice, which is. Yeah, but. But at the same time, okay. you don't want to do a you're not doing a um, a parody of him, you know. So you want to right. So here's the thing. I, ultimately, none of it bothers me because I understand that he has the Herculean task of always being mm-hmm. compared to Harrison Ford. Yeah, I saw somebody online. They were saying that obviously the the two lead actors aren't very good because they had to bring in an acting coach, and it was like, yeah, but more, normally when an actor comes in to play a role. They're creating their this character from themselves. Yeah, they had to bring an acting coach to basically be like, "Here's how Harrison Ford acts, and here's how Billy Dee Williams acts." Right. You know, and so Harrison Ford in every movie is Harrison Ford. He's a really good Harrison Ford, though. Yeah, no, no, I'm not <laughs> saying he's not enjoyable, but he does not have actually that much range. I don't think, yeah. anyways. Yeah, he's not. A, he's, he's not actually not, a real talented he's actor. He's typecast. <laughs> he's typecasted with the same type of role every time because that's what he does best. Yeah. Okay. So and now, in American Graffiti, he had a Southern accent. Okay, well, it wasn't a very good one. I didn't but. see that. But uh, so now, it, but since he does that so well, I'm not going to judge this actor. What's his name? Uh, Alden. 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 Ein, 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 Ein. Aaron uh, Rick. Aaron Reich. Aaron Reich. Oh, is it Reich? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Aaron Reich. Um, it's German. Yeah. <laughs> 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 chill out <laughs> uh, so uh, like I don't care here's the thing I actually thought that um, okay so here's the thing there's two lines that are conflicting for me um, that conflict with each other so the end line where he's like see like we're fine it's fine yeah. I like that yeah. because it captures it does capture Han Solo's and, and the little smirk that he gives is yeah. like really great like that was perfect here's the line I don't like I'm gonna be a pilot Best in the galaxy. That's not Han Solo. Yeah. Han Solo's never aspired to be anything. Like, yeah. I, I understand that maybe this movie will have a character arc. Where... And, it makes, and I believe that Han Solo believes that he's the best pilot in the galaxy. Yeah. Just because of his sheer cockiness. Right. But I don't, yeah, I can't see him, like, proclaiming that he's going to be. Yes. Yeah. And now, now, if this line is stated when he's joining the Academy... Well, that's the thing. If there's a character arc where at the beginning of the film he's this aspiring soul and then he's just so beat down by how the Empire functions and how the galaxy functions yeah. that he becomes this scoundrel, fine. I yeah. accept that. I just have to see that to, yeah. to know. But I don't and, think... Well, he said he's been running scams since he was 10. Yeah, so... So, no, no. So what I think it is is he's a wayward soul Then he's like, you know what? I'm going to go become the best pilot in the galaxy. He's not doing it because he has any ideals, but because he's like... This is the best way to get the flight training experience. And then he gets kicked out for having a mind of my own, which I, I really like the delivery of that because yeah. it's it's so, so like dismissive when you realize it's that he def, he even he doesn't believe that he got kicked out because he had a mind of his own. Yeah, he got kicked out probably because he he ended up beating up his his superior officer to rescue Chewie. You know. Yeah. Um, so let's just start. Let's just go through the trailer. Yeah. Um, those were our initial things. Um, so, you know, it starts with him in the. Is, now, is that a swoop bike? No. No. That's just a speeder. I, okay. So he's with. He's in a speeder. He's with Kira, um, who's Amelia Clark's character. And she looks like she's really, like. Young. She looks like, young and also enjoying herself. So I, I yeah, feel like. This is when they're younger. I like, saw somebody thinking that maybe they had, like, grown up as yeah. scoundrels together as kids. Um, but I could totally see, like, him, like, taking her for a ride and, like, you know, them getting chased by stormtroopers and him mm-hmm. trying to impress her. And then later on, she shows back up as, like, right. It's like, oh, it's this lady. But yeah. now, how do you feel if. As her as like a love interest, because I fear that a love interest will take away from the Leia story. No, because as long as that love, like that romantic storyline 
ends by the end of the movie. Yeah, it because, would depend how it ends. Because though. Han Solo is definitely not the type who's like, "You're the only woman I've ever loved, Leia." <laughs> like he's Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I could now what I do want to see is I'm really hoping that Thandie Newton is I can't remember her name, but she's in the Star Wars comics as Han Solo's wife. Okay. There's, so. There's this whole storyline where this woman shows up. She's like, I'm Han Solo's wife. And he's like, no, you're not. You're crazy. And it turns out they'd run a scam together years earlier where they had to like pretend to be husband and wife. But on this one planet, mm-hmm. like claiming your husband and wife automatically makes you married. So she shows up <laughs> later and is like, like just as like Han is like trying to woo Leia. Yeah. And she's like, I'm his wife. And then Leia gets all pissed off. And then, and I can't remember what it is that, She's after she's after his money or something like yeah. that, um, and so I'm hoping that she's that character because then that ties it in closer to uh, the comics. Which yeah, be cool. Like even if they don't show that scheme, right? Like it, show them, yeah, and then you know you can fill that in later. Um, so they're in the speeder and they get away from the troopers. It's a real junky speeder too. Yeah, it's like all like off center and stuff. Looks kind of cool. Uh, so that's when he says the line, I was kicked out of the Flat Academy for having a mind of my own. Um, and then you get, well, there's a new, looks like a, it looks like a new kind of stormtrooper. Called a range trooper. Because, um, you know, apparently every movie has to have a new kind of stormtrooper. I'm not sure why is, you're complaining about that, because Empire Strikes Back introduced a brand new stormtrooper, and Return of the Jedi introduced uh, a brand new stormtrooper. Every not, single... Okay, I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying that they didn't. Yeah. I'm just saying I, I don't care about stormtroopers. Okay. But every, also every single every single Star Wars film featuring the Empire introduces a new Tie Fighter as well, and this one is no exception. Yeah. Every single one has to introduce new Stormtroopers and new yeah. Tie Fighters. So which is fine. Yeah, but I don't care. Um, so this plan is probably Corellia. Yeah, because they're going to want to feature Corellia. Yeah. Um, so now in the in the old expand universe, on. Why was he was he kicked out of the Imperial Academy for saving Chewie? Is that the actual thing? Yeah, as Mark is yawning, he saw, he saw Chewbacca um, getting like assaulted because he was a slave. By He's an like, hey, that's officer. assault. Yeah, and so Han basically like jumped the guy and beat him up and freed Chewie, okay. uh, and got kicked out for it. And then Chewbacca ended up being like, "Listen, I I liked it now." And then uh, is this. There's this funny um, meme that the shop actually shared, which was Chewbacca's 400 years old. Yeah. So Han's probably like his third dog. Yeah. And and then someone commented like, yeah, if Chewie had just gotten Han neutered, Han would have lived longer. <laughs> which is true because it's yeah. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, so the speeder bike chase and then you get shots of this um, snowy mountain. Yeah. World, which I guess could be Corellia still, or yeah, or it, it's it's a planet where there's only snowy mountains because in Star Wars, planets yeah. only have one. Well, we saw we have seen that Alderaan has snowy mountains, so it could be Alderaan. Oh. I mean, if you if every if there's only one type of environment for every single planet, yeah. and each planet like no other planet has that one single environment. Yeah. Um, well, also no, there's Jakku and Tannin, Yeah, that's so. true. Um, also, the jacket that Han Solo's the coat. Han Solo's wearing there in the shot um, looks a lot like Jabba the Hutt's coat from oh it does from the deleted scene from A New Hope before they added in Jabba like the the CGI That's slug funny it yeah. looks it's like this sort of like tattered gross looking uneven um, it's probably it's probably a nod to it's it. probably a nod yeah. to is what I'm guessing yeah um, so. And he says, I'm going to be a pilot best in the galaxy. So we've already talked about how that line is iffy. Um, now in the, yeah, in the 30 second trailer, we saw this cool fight on top of this crazy looking freight train that was on a icy um, yeah. mountain world. So I'm guessing that this is there. It's probably part of their big heist. Yeah. Um, so then you see shots of the Millennium Falcon. It's all new. But here's white. I do. Uh, I do interior. have a bit of a problem with that. Yeah. Because the Millennium Falcon looks old. 
it's supposed to be like real old. This yeah. takes place what fifteen years before. Because Han Solo's Han Solo's thirty five years old. Do we know when this takes place? No. The problem is this actor looks like he could be thirty five. Yeah. Because like, I'm thirty two, and he looks like he could like to me he looks like he could be just a couple years older than me. So the problem is like, if they are saying that he's twenty, then that's fifteen years, and I would rather they it be fifteen years rather than like five years, because that Millennium Falcon looks way too new. We had shared a a picture over on um, on uh, Voice of the Rebellion that said, "What has Han Solo and what have Han Solo and Chewbacca been transporting tobacco and diarrhea, yeah, or coffee and diarrhea? coffee and yeah. diarrhea? Because it's yeah. like so white compared to only a couple years later being so well. I mean, it makes sense because Han is crappy. No, I'll be no. here all week, folks. He won't." <laughs> Um, and then we get Woody Harrelson, who Woody Harrel like I, I understand that lots of people like Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I don't. I like, like him he is the Benicio del Toro of Star Wars. <laughs> I thought Benicio del Toro was the Benicio del Toro of Star Wars. Unfortunately, he is. <laughs> so, like, I think, he, like, I, and I don't understand why he's decided that his goal, his job, is to be the mentor in every franchise. Like, yeah. So, okay, here's my problem, right? Yeah. When he says the line, I'm putting together a crew, I cringed because I don't want this movie to be a replica of Guardians of the Galaxy or Firefly, where it's just yeah. like this hodgepodge crew pulling off heists. Like, I think, it's, I think what it is is that he's going to be pulling off one big heist from Kessel. And that's fine. And so he's gonna need he's gonna need Lando's ship. Yeah. Because this is not Han Solo's ship, this is Lando's ship. I've just and he's gonna need like Lando owns the ship, but he's not just, as good a pilot as Han it Solo. It just feels uninspired if they do that. But it doesn't feel original. Okay. But Luke Skywalker stole his entire story from Dorothy Gale from Wizard okay. of Oz. Like I, yeah, nothing like, original about it. Okay. Yeah. Every single film is an unoriginal. Mark is so. practicing whataboutism, so he brought up Luke, because he thinks that'll get to me, as to distract away from the actual problems of this trailer and this movie. No, I'm saying that this is, I'm, if it was whataboutism, I'd be referring to just a completely different yeah. um, subject. I'm saying that Star Wars is yeah. a giant, clanking, walking trope. Last Jedi was very original. It was, except that it went and stole Mark, all the elements. Mark's contorting himself. It went and stole all the elements from Return of the Jedi. Like, Not all the elements. It, most had, of it them. had a couple homages, but that's it. Pretty heavy homages. Okay, but the actual plot and what happens is way different. It's, it's pretty different, yeah. yes. But what I'm saying is, I know. this is what Star I get your Wars point. is. I get your point. Um, there's only so many stories you can tell. Yes. They're all the same. And they've not done a... I mean, they kind of did a heist movie with Rogue One, that's the but thing. not, but not. That was them like trying to steal the, these specific plans yeah. using a hodgepodge like, crew, like who were then like also like supported by like elite crack troops. This this is yeah. not them going to. They're not going to be trying to steal like one single little like object. Yeah. It's going to be some sort of big job gonna be like more of an ocean's 11 than the other one was and i guess i don't know okay i guess it just comes down to just that i personally don't care about that so yeah that's why i'm not like into it um that's why i don't want to be that but if it is that i shouldn't i guess complain yeah uh so then it goes to we see um kira yeah uh, more grown up looking i guess i really Uh, really like her outfit it feels very Uh, star wars very um aristocratic yeah um, also, um, this is the fourth Star Wars film in a row with its main, with its lead being a brunette British girl in her twenties. <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not disappointed, naturally. but but like we've got we've had the two, yeah, films and, of the and new in trilogy. A new Hope, Leia was British 
ten percent of the time. Which, by the way, I've been I've been uh, I listened to the audiobook of um, the Princess Diarist. Yeah, and she brings that up so many times. Yeah, it's this is her autobiography, and she's like, listen, she was talking about you know all these different like struggles that people have had. She goes, yes, everybody's had lots of struggles, but nobody else has lied awake at night for years on end. Wondering why they had a terrible accent <laughs> while sitting there trying to convince Grand Moff Tarkin not to blow up their planet. Yeah. Was... But then she also pointed out that any time that Leia gets upset, she has a British accent. That that's like her upset voice. <laughs> that when she's like calm, she has a normal voice. But when she's getting when she gets really upset and agitated with somebody, she goes into like this British accent. She was like, but somebody pointed out to her afterwards. She was like, that actually wasn't a plan. It just happened that way. <laughs> So anyway, um, and then uh, so Phoebe Waller Bridge plays the motion capture of the droid that's part of the crew. Um, yeah, who they got a, a cool little shot where she like gives a little like salute that I liked. Yeah, and it, um, it felt very motion capture because it was such like a nice fluid motion that looked natural instead of like oh that's a CGI thing. I was like oh is that a puppet? So if it's anything. Like Alan Tudyk's uh, K2SO, mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be pretty good. I don't know who Phoebe Waller Bridge is, so I'm not sure. Like she, if she's... Um, I haven't seen the show, but she got famous on a show called Fleabag. Uh, yeah, um, she was actually rumored to be the next Doctor before it was. Uh, uh, what's her name? Yeah, the I've Doctor actually show. I've never seen her before, so. Uh, but she's British. Yeah. Um, that's all you need to know. Yeah. British. Okay. Well, that's good. Another brunette British. Yeah, she is. Uh, just, you know, why Why aren't there American brunette girls? Yeah. Uh, it's because they film over in England, so it's easy to be like, yeah. hey, do you just want to, like, yeah. swing by and, and film um, your stuff? And then the best moment of the trailer yes. is just a shot of Lando smiling. He just throws up this, like, real quick smile, like, and it's just like... <laughs> I'm Lando Calrissian. My sexual orientation is <laughs> Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. Yeah. It's he'll a be, fantastic... He'll be, he'll be the Poe of, of Solo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a really fantastic. Here's the thing: I love Lando's character. Yeah, I think his story is so fascinating. About he's just trying to like do what's best for his people. Like, yeah, it's not this. But he, it's he not does, this clear right and wrong. He does betray them, but he does it in order to yeah, keep like, his people. It's safe. a legitimate decision mm-hmm. to make. Yeah. Um, well, and his, and his character is great in the uh, in the expanded universe too because he keeps he has all these different schemes. But every single time you realize his scheme is trying to make life better for other people. Hmm. So each time you're like, oh man, what a scummy dude. And then you're like, yeah. oh wait, no, he's not. Um, so you know. I, I hope in this movie they at least have him being like, all right, well, I'm going to go off to Cloud City now. Maybe I can make something of myself there. Yeah. Like just something like, you know, vague. Because um, yeah. Han doesn't know yet that he's yeah. like. Um, no, he is actually kind of a scumbag in, uh, in Rebels. He, yeah, he. It's actually played. Billy D. Williams does mm-hmm. the voice, and he does. He keeps having all these elaborate schemes that ends up always going badly and stuff like that. So, well, but really, yeah. I wish this movie was called Lando: A Star Wars Story. Yeah, and it was just Donald Glover. Because the problem Lando. is, at this point, they're not going to do a Lando film because no, they'll feel like they told enough of his it'll story. It'll be in integrated this movie. already in here. Yeah. Um, do you think the Battle of Tanab will be in this? It's possible. I don't, I, mean, know what, I don't know what Tanab well, is. Well, in the expanded universe, the Battle of Tanab is, um, it takes place after Empire Strikes Back, I believe. Um, and so, and he's actually working with the Rebels at that point, and that's why they make him a general. Um, but, it, yeah, if they had, I mean, he could even, then he could even mention the Battle of Tanab in yeah. this movie. Yeah. And it, it's just like this thing that he's always bringing up. <laughs> His yeah. little maneuver at the Battle yeah. of Tanab, and you're like, okay, we get it. <laughs> uh, so it's clear that he owns the Millennium Falcon right now. Yeah. Um, and then they have a shot of Fanny Newton's character. We don't know anything about her. Um, Which is why, because they've announced everybody else's names, this is why I really feel like um, she's going to be Han Solo's wife. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's an alien, a four-armed alien, that's... Uh, 
it's on an Imperial ship. Um, it looks like it based on the overhead lighting. Um, At first, I thought that it was it was on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, but that's but not the gunner turret. No, Millennium Falcon. it's not. Um, anyway, so the Woody Harrelson's like, "You in? You want to be part of this crew?" And then Chewie roars. When he's Chewie like, roars, and Chewie has two bandoliers. Oh, he does. Yeah. Um, so so I, I really want to know. So they're going to have to explain the how it is that he lost one of his bandoliers. Yeah, like, I've been wondering for years why he only has one bandolier. Yeah. I just yeah. Now here's the uh, thing. He says on this point, he asks him if he's in. Yeah. It's a completely different planet than the planet in which he oh. told him he's putting together a crew. Yeah. So again, so this is just dialogue matched problem. together. Yeah, exactly. Um, um but actually a, a serious note on the bandolier thing, I think this is meant to represent growth. Like he is now a different chewy. Except that he had a single bandolier back in episode three. Damn it. <laughs> Fine. All right. Then we get to... It's, it reminds me of Fifth Element, honestly. A this, little bit, like, yeah. But opera kind of looking... Okay, episode three also had an opera. Like, it's... Okay, but I... They're being, they're being singing entertainment is part of... Uh, yeah. Tons of Star Wars movies. It's, yeah. There's... But she's got this really cool... It's this lady. She's got this really cool, like, gold dress that looks it's all like scales and it looks even cooler if you go back and look at the 30 second spot because like she she's got her hand raised and so you can see like the scales like are each individual like they, they're like moving yeah. in different ways and stuff it looks really cool nice notice it seems like the the color palette of this movie is very dingy it is but it's because and i don't like that <laughs> but it's before hope existed that's true now we, they're waiting for hope yeah. It's the dark times. For a new hope. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. I think it represents Han Solo's soul. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, then it kind of cuts to um, some action shots. And then there's this, um, well, actually, one person pointed out. Um, so there's a person taking out, um, like, a couple of guards. Yeah. And the helmet they're wearing looks like the helmet that Lando was wearing at Jabba's Palace. Oh. So it's probably at Jabba's Palace, maybe. Mm. Um, it's got a different, like, style. Yeah, to but... The... So... Jabba's also... Palace has to be in it, though. I mean, Jabba has to be in it. In yeah, movie. probably in some way, yeah. Um, and I wonder if Boba Fett will be in the movie, too. Mm, I hope not. The less we see of Boba You know what I want to see? Um, Han Solo has a jetpack on. And Boba Fett's like, Han, Han, where? And Han, and uh, Boba Fett reaches back and, and uh, hits Han's jetpack, and Han goes flying. Yeah. Brings some uh, ring theory into oh, some yeah. symmetry, <laughs> some symmetry into the into the movies. Um, and uh, then we get this really cool shot of some like standoff. This standoff. Um, the guy's helmet looks fantastic. Like I instantly want to know who this guy is. Yeah, and some people have frozen it and zoomed in, and I don't know if the translation is out yet. But on top of his helmet, it's in all in Arabesh, the Star Wars alphabet. Yeah, and so it says something, but just people haven't gotten around to translating it yet. So uh, then there's some kind of flying action sequences on the ice planet. It looks like it's a piece off of the um, that there's a cargo pod from the train. And there's a big, huge, massive, like, round-shaped explosion behind them as they're flying it's away. It's interesting that Han isn't piloting the Money Falcon in the shot. Yeah. It's just a random ship. So yeah. is this before the Money Falcon, or... Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, and then Kira's like, I may be the only one who knows who you really are. And he says, oh yeah, what's that? And then he gives her a smile, and it's very, very Han Solo-esque. And but that's another reason why it's possible that she's known him for years because she knows who he really is. Yeah. So do you think that means just what? Just something as bland as what his real name is, or is there something oh, no, no, more no, no, to no. it? I don't. His real name is Han Solo. It'd be really dumb if they. They said his name wasn't Han Solo. It's gonna be Han Solo. That's gonna be dumb if they don't. No, do the that. Disney execs like said something mm-hmm. years ago about how his yeah, that name was years isn't ag- Han Solo. That was years ago before Ron Howard took over and was like, "We're gonna fix this stupid movie that these guys are making." 
Um, I think that what it is is that he puts off this huge air of being like this macho, suave, super cool dude. Yeah. And she's like, I know what you really are. A softie. Yeah. I don't know. It, but basically he puts on airs. Which is fine. I, again, it just feels like this movie's going to be kind of boring. Like, but we don't know anything about it yet. No, but that's like, it's just. No. <sighs> it's fine. You're right. I'm not judging it fairly because I don't know anything yes. about it yet. All right. Um, and then, and then we, there's the, probably the coolest sequence, which is this like this clouds and the star destroyers coming. I'm guessing the this. I'm guessing this is Kessel. Yeah, and then there's this giant like tentacle creature. He ends uh, up, yeah, and then he has a re- his whole line about everything's fine. Everything. Yeah, which that line is perfect. Yeah, um, I know I already said that, but and it, it calls back to like a new hope too, and he's like. Uh, everything's fine here now. Yeah. Uh, we're fine. Uh, how are you? Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, what would you want to see most in this movie? Um, I'm not sure. I want to see a big, huge... Um, I want to see a big heist. Something that, something that features Han. I think what mm-hmm. Han's strength is is that he's the pilot. Yeah. But I want to see everybody else doing their cool stuff, you know? Um, um, I don't I don't know what I want to see. Because the things that we need to have explained are what is the castle run? Yes. Um, what I is think, a parsec now? <laughs> I, yeah. I think they need to show him dropping the spice at the first time of Imperial Starship. Yeah. So, like, that's how it ends, the bad heist job. Yeah. <laughs> but then why are they after him and not... Why isn't... The crew? Yeah. Yeah, why isn't Jabba, like, where's the rest of your crew? Where's Lando? Where's Kira? Like, yeah. why is he only going after him? Then again, maybe he's not going after... Maybe he, he isn't just going after him, and, you know, we just don't... We just don't know. So... Again, I mean, I say this over and over again. There's so much ground to cover. This is still being called a teaser trailer. So yeah. we're gonna see a trailer at some point. Bridget hated the trailer. So why is she? Because he's not Harrison Ford. Okay, but that's unfair. I know, <laughs> but she was like, "This is, this is only taking place a few years before, and it was the same things we were saying earlier that he looks completely different and that he acts completely different. Um, that they, that they should have gotten somebody who there's this actor who in a Harrison Ford movie um, from a couple of years ago, I think he played a young Harrison Ford and he had, he looks like him and had the perfect like imitation of him. So he's already done it. So why not bring him back? Um, so yeah. So that was like, Bridget was like, I'm just not, she goes, I wanted to be excited for this. I was really excited. And it just didn't end up happening. So, um, well, I'm yeah. willing to give this movie a shot, even though I don't like Han. Yeah. Because I do like that he didn't act exactly like Han. Because that means there's a character arc, ideally. Yeah, but it's you not know, him. Like, no, he acts like Han Solo. It just... But like, There's no character arc to him being like, hey, everything's fine to him being like, oh, right, been Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like... He can be. He can have some more like oomph in his step that Han doesn't usually have, yeah. and then get worn down. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but then it's like a reverse hero story. It's like, no, it's it's a redemption story. It's that he ends up starting off excited. He ends up going down. Then he ends up coming in back and becoming a hero of the rebellion. Well, right. I'm just you saying know? for just this movie. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, Not every movie has to have the perfect hero's arc. Yeah, you know. I mean, Last Jedi didn't. But yeah, that's what happened with Luke. So, yeah, that's what we okay. think of the trailer. Let's get to some trivia. All right. All right. So. Mark, you have 71. And you have 75. Yeah, because so, I know more. Here are your questions. Hit it. Who suggested it would be cheaper to buy a new Starship than 
than a replacement T14 hyperdrive generator. Uh, hold on. Watto. I'm an idiot. <laughs> what did I do? I wasn't thinking. Oh Who fends off the Reek's attack in the Genos and Arena by slicing off its right tusk with a lightsaber? Anakin. Mace Windu. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? Who advises Anakin Skywalker try not to grow up too fast? Padme. Yes. Who is praised by the Emperor as having restored peace and justice to the galaxy? Who is praised by the Emperor? Yes. Anakin? Yes. What system on the Millennium Falcon does Han Solo attempt to fix using the Hydro Spanners? What system? Yes. The hyperdrive system. Yes. Okay. Who is the last character to board the Millennium Falcon during the evacuation of Hoth? C. Therpio. Yes. Come on, Therpio, you're going to be a permanent resident. <laughs> Whew. Man, I, I was hoping you. that you were just going to miss all of them. How many Banthas did Luke Skywalker spot through his macro binoculars? Two. Yeah. Who, according to Obi-Wan, didn't take this new assignment with much enthusiasm? Anakin. Yeah. Which body part does Anakin reattach to C-3PO when he introduces the droid to Padme? Um... Leg. Seriously? His eye. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. I, it's, it's been so long since I've seen Phantom Menace. I've been no avoiding excuse. it. I watch it daily. I know. Who <laughs> gives the signal Jar Jar. for the rebel fleet to enter hyperspace for Endor? Admiral Akbar. Yes. Which planet celebrants topple a statue of the Emperor in Return of the Jedi? Coruscant. Yes. And which character in The Phantom Menace was portrayed by an actor who performed his own stunts but had his lines overdubbed? That would be uh, Darth Maul, yeah. played by Ray Park. Which he had two lines, so full yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Alright, you missed one, I missed two. That's right. So you are now at 76. Mm-hmm. I am now at... Yeah. All right. Coming back up the charts. Well, that was this episode. Yep. Yeah. That's my sign off. That was this episode. It's going to be a catchphrase and a limited debate. This was indeed <laughs> an episode. This was a podcast. Yes. Which uh, reminds me, this is the final Star Wars film that they ever come out with. This is how I want it to end. I want there to be a character, whoever is the main character at that time, to slowly turn towards the camera and say, and these truly were a Star Wars. Brilliant. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Uh, All right, we will catch you next week. Control. Situation normal. What happened? Uh, I had a slight microphone malfunction, but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? We're setting a new microphone up. Uh, negative, negative. We have a babbling idiot here now. Give us a few minutes to lock him down before we record. Large idiot. Very annoying. Who is this? What's your podcast? Uh... Boring podcast anyway. Look, we're gonna have company!